millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. I want to say, make something very clear at the top of the show here is that I've seen a lot of people expecting us to come froth and argue and our and our friendship is going to end and the show is going to end or something like that and that's i'm sorry to disappoint you guys but that's definitely not what we're planning on doing here it's not going to happen yeah instead we're going to solve the conflict in its entirety let's go it's never going to happen a few moments later people are saying rip leftovers um yeah yeah probably Welcome, welcome everyone. My name is Sean, and today we got to talk about the fall of the Leftovers podcast. This whole dispute, this total breakdown between Ethan Klein, aka H3H3 Productions, and Jenks' nephew, aka Hamas's biggest cheerleader on the internet.com. And the reason we want to talk about this today is because this is a perfect example of how you can be aligned with somebody on the left 93%, 92%, and it's still not good enough and how your left-wing friends your far-left progressives are not your actual friends they are people who will backstab you in a heartbeat and that is exactly what happened to ethan klein live across multiple podcasts and we all got to see it go down in real time it's absolutely amazing it's fascinating i got a million examples but before we get into that i just want to say thank you to everybody who signed up over on actualjusticewarrior.com slash join give me the money Give you give me the money. Okay. And thank you to the podcast listeners, Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform. So right off the bat, it is important for everybody to realize that this is not really an actual debate of Israel versus the Palestinian cause or anything like that. Ethan of H3A3 Productions, who is in fact Jewish, is actually incredibly pro-Palestine. He says so repeatedly, and in fact, the first two and a half hours of their leftover podcast was dedicated to talking about all the evil bad things that Israel has allegedly done and how Ethan Klein condemns that, he condemns Netanyahu, he doesn't like Israel in all these different regards, and he hopes that the Palestinians can get their own state. In fact, there was quite a powerful moment moment at the beginning of the podcast where Ethan broke down in tears based on a video that he saw in Gaza of a father holding their dead child. It's absolutely heartbreaking and I want to show it to you so you can understand where Ethan is coming from. I saw videos of Palestinian dads holding their his dead like five-year-old daughter. I mean and and there was another one that like As a father, it's even hard to talk about. This dude was holding his infant. It was like a year old.
and he was like patting her on the back and saying like his final goodbye. I mean, it was he's holding her like she's alive, like he's just burping her or something. I didn't expect to get emotional about that, but like, I'm a new dad and that shit really fucks me up. And I hate to see it. Now, this is incredibly important for you guys to see. It's a great jumping off point before we get into this whole conversation, before we get into the breakup of leftovers that resulted from this and a subsequent conversation, because it shows you that Ethan has a level of humanity that is not present in Jenk's nephew. Ethan is connecting with this person, not as a Palestinian, not as somebody who supports the cause, even though Ethan does support the Palestinian cause, but from father to father, thinking about the potential loss of his own child and it's emotional and he can't bear the weight of that emotion it is a genuinely powerful moment at the beginning of the podcast that really goes to show you or should go to show you where Ethan Klein stands and how there actually is a sensible strong moral backing right here even though I may have a ton of disagreements with Ethan and even specifically on this particular conflict, I said from the jump, it is important to look at the carnage of the war. It's important for you to see the horrors of the war so that you can understand that this is the destructive element of humanity at play. Don't look away from it. Don't hide from it. One of the things I can't stand is when people take a powerful position on one side, but they don't want to look at the horrors inflicted by that side. And Ethan is examining the horrors from both sides in this video. And this is absolutely crucial to understand his perspective going forward. Now, does Ethan get any credit for this by the left-wing base that is following him and trying to cancel him over this podcast appearance? Absolutely not. Ethan didn't go far enough in this podcast. He didn't endorse the genocide of the Jewish people in Israel. And that is a huge problem for people on the left who are supposedly, by the way, against all the racisms and the anti-Semiticisms and all that. Now, by contrast, Jenks' nephew does not view the world in this same way. Jenks' nephew routinely engages in the dehumanization of his political opposition. And we don't even have to contain it to this particular conversation because because I'm sure many of you are aware of the viral clip where he endorses the CCP suppressing Tibet, destroying their religion, because the people in Tibet, their rubes, they're discussing their animals, and the CCP needed to oppress them in order to civilize them. Okay, Ethan, but like, go Tibet ahead, go is, ahead. Tibet was literally a feudal uh, slave uh, mandate, uh, uh, in, like, so autonomous China was, zone. So China, China did them a favor. That was one... I mean, in America, when I say something like this, people get very upset. You know, we, we talk about the Dalai Lama saying suck my tongue or whatever. But like, that's not far from the norm in normal Tibetan so, existence before the Communist Party came in. And, and so China over. unilaterally took over Tibet, like these are, their culture. They basically are trying to, you know, homogenize the culture. If your culture, they're it, trying to squeal the religion and the, the part, identity. The part of the part and of they did warlords favor. and slavery, abolishing that. Yes, I do think that that is good. No, China did them a favor. I think that yes, I will matter. be on the record. Just to like say America did it. That nah, while the Chinese government, wait, I'm not going to say it. Well, there is no there is no equivalent in American intervention that you can point to in a similar capacity, unless you're talking about. Okay, so and I think this is a good uh, this is a good way to describe Taiwan as well. The American federal government going to the south 
and killing, unfortunately not all of them, but a decent amount of slavers <laughs> and defenders of slavery. Now, to be clear, the reason Jenks nephew is making this argument, the reason he's putting this forward, is because he hates the United States of America. Not enough to leave the United States of America, not enough to not live like a rich, happy slob in the United States of America, but enough to endorse our political enemies, which would be China, specifically the Communist Party of China, even if that means the repression and suppression of the religion of Tibetan Buddhism. Like, a lot of people don't realize this, but the Dalai Lama is a figure that is supposed to reincarnate in generation after generation. The Dalai Lama finds the Panchit Lama, and the Panchit Lama is supposed to find the reincarnation of the Dalai Lama. But the Chinese Communist Party actually kidnapped the Panchit Lama, who was a child at the time. This is all endorsed whole cloth by Jenks' nephew, because, again, they're uncivilized swine that are subhuman and needed to be civilized by the CCP. This is violent retribution from a powerful federal government well, that, was that, squashed, that squashed, okay? Tibet is the South in the Civil War? Yes, Tibet in the in the time frame where Chinese intervention happened would be the South. Yes, so they were doing the, slavery. What was the they moral were aspect of the war of of China. The interests uh, are are obviously like national security or whatever the f they uh, claim, but same. but ultimately the reality was uh, that beyond the the uh, material benefits, that yes, they were a feudal, oppressive, uh, uh, slavery-backed uh, state, uh, autonomous region. Now, by the way, if you were to try to even remotely apply this justification to the American conquest of Indian territories in our history, he would flip out because it's not about principle. It's about being anti-American. If the Chinese do it because they're against America, because they're communists, that makes it a-okay first class all the way. But if America is involved or America's on one particular side of an issue then america's evil therefore that side is evil therefore that side can be dehumanized in any regard no matter what no matter how extreme that dehumanization is now this carries over into the whole israel palestine conversation because throughout the conversation jenks nephew will not denounce the terrorist attack that occurred on october 7th in fact the closest he comes to denouncing it is saying that it's actually bad tactics. However, this is not a denouncement. This is just a critique on what could be more effective. And he makes this 100% clear when he repeatedly says resistance to apartheid is often imperfect. At the end of the day, all I'm asking is for people to be able to say that, uh, you know, terrorism is bad, no matter what, without an exception, without subtext. No, listen, right. without that, without... A an asterisk that's like yeah but but you know i mean what the fuck man no i i understand where you're coming from with that which is why what did you, you say can, you can understand you didn't say anything like you I did, said you I, did not say like free palestine or some shit after no as said, murderers were happening i said that resistance to apartheid is always imperfect and there are casualties everywhere now jenks nephew says this over and over again throughout the whole course of this hours-long podcast that it's imperfect as in just a little bit different a slight modification and hamas would have nailed it maybe if they raped a few fewer people or raped a few more people or killed more people at the music festival or killed less people it would actually be perfect but right now it's slightly imperfect because jenks nephew can never acknowledge the humanity of people who even are present in israel 
whether or not they're actually citizens of the country or not. Because as we saw through the footage, and I recommend you watch it for yourself, even Thai pumpkin farmers were being beheaded live on camera, recorded by Hamas. But I guess that was just an imperfect beheading, according to Jenk's nephew. I think a lot of people who have been advocates for Palestinians for many, many years, especially if they're Muslim, know this reality, that you have to be incredibly careful all the time with your rhetoric and that even in an emotional moment, you can never actually, you can, you can never say something that will be misconstrued. And Mia Khalifa <coughs> want, like said something that was, that was inappropriate and unacceptable. Hold okay? on, hold on, hold on. She showed a picture of terrorists roaming in a pickup truck murdering civilians. She described that as a Renaissance painting. Yeah. And she went further and said, well, the Palestinian freedom fighters, please flip their phone I, I know. I, saw. I mean, I that's, saw. that's worse than unacceptable. So when when you when you say like the timing is or, or, or like, why does Mia Khalifa get all this? Shit? It's, it's like always a what about ism. It's always like you can never just say yes. And also, can we hold Lindsey Graham accountable, which I agree. And it's crazy the shit they say and they should get more attention for it. It's but it's like they're, they're, there's a refusal to acknowledge like um, it, it's always about like, well, what about us? Which I understand. But it's like you have to say, yes, you have this thing and we also have this thing and not like in the same breath say, but yes, but like it's just it just doesn't feel it feels fucked up. It seems a little obtuse, though, <clears throat> to look at, at an activist during a terrorist slaughter saying, let's go Palestine and not say like, yeah, they're probably cheering on Hamas to kill Palestinians. I think that whoever whoever people are cheering on is ultimately inconsequential because the actions of the state and the actions of our state the actions of all Western Bro, states. Come on. Now, what's really interesting about this first episode of the Leftovers podcast is you could tell that it's kind of bothering Ethan and it's building up over the course of the episode, even though, again, the first two and a half hours of this episode is Ethan unambiguously condemning Israel, unambiguously supporting the Palestinian cause. However, he's trying to draw a delineation between the Palestinian people and the terrorist organization of Hamas, and he's expecting his friends friend of years, Jenk's nephew, to do the same, to at least pretend to do the same. However, Jenk's nephew is not interested in that at all. And this actually gets to the point where Ethan wants to talk about the people who are endorsing the terrorist attack directly. However, Jenk's nephew doesn't give any ground there. And we get clip after clip after clip of Ethan showing Jenk's nephew indefensible arguments, indefensible statements, endorsing specific aspects of the terrorist attack and Jenks nephew can never actually condemn it as wrong because he does not see the Israeli people Jews in that area as human it's just a fact I, your your take about like listen um Gazans are under apartheid they're they're being genocided and all this which is all true and that and is so, what's causing so, this violent retaliation and it's what's causing this valiant retaliation yes. which is all true I'm sorry but it's not the f same as saying, let's go Palestine as bodies are hitting the floor. It's not the same. No, I understand. And, the, and frankly, I, I think, and I think people I are in the distinction. Thank you. And people I think were, people, people and are I, not being careful. And I think people are justified in looking at that and thinking like, oh, okay, this person's <clears throat> happy that Israeli citizens are dying. Like what? Like, I'm sorry, but that's just a defensible position to take. No, uh, I, Ethan, 
you're expanding on free Palestine in that moment to to uh, I'm glad that Israelis Not- are being murdered there. The jump there. Bro. Is, you know- now, this is a basic one right here. And again, Ethan is giving an exorbitant amount of ground to Jenks nephew from the jump where he's saying, listen, I'm all about free Palestine and all that. And I'm all good with the Palestinian cause. But when they're still counting the bodies and you're just tweeting out constantly free Palestine in that particular context, it looks like you're endorsing the attack. Now, the reason why it looks like that is because those people were, in fact, endorsing the attack. But then after Jenks nephew refuses to condemn this, he refuses to give any ground to Ethan in this particular regard. Jenks nephew then is presented with video of people endorsing specifically the music festival massacre. And what's funny about this is that Jenks nephew pretends that he can't see the video or like he somehow is unaware of what's being put forward in front of him because he knows that this is going to put him in an uncomfortable position and he's trying to use a stall tactic so that he can avoid actually addressing the issue at hand. What is he saying? It, you'll hear it. Mm-hmm. It's a little fuzzy right now. Okay. And as you might have seen, there was some sort of rave or desert party where they were having a great time until the resistance came in electrified hang gliders and took at least several dozen hipsters. But I'm sure they're doing very fine despite what the New York Post said. I haven't even... Yeah, okay. Like... Okay. I don't, I'm just criticizing I, people. You don't, you don't have to comment if you're not comfortable about it. Okay, I mean, I, I have no... I mean, I have he no, was just like... I don't like this shit. Okay. It bothers me. I understand why. I understand because why. Because the like electrified this. hang gliding heroes flew in and limp and killed a bunch of hipsters partying. They're having so much fun at the party till these heroes showed up and mass murdered everyone. Oh, and we liberated the kibbutz, by the way. Everyone's cheering. We okay. liberated the kibbutz, aka beheading babies. Uh, I will once again present to you the same exact question. If this rally was not held and if he had not said those things that I do not agree with. Do you think that there would be a difference in the the uh, analysis and the way that Palestinian people are treated? Do you think that there would be a difference in the in in the bombing campaign that's going on, or do you think that this is once again the the violent sentiment of uh, those who are who are siding with? the oppressed now for context for everybody out there in the audience earlier in this video jenks nephew was shown by ethan klein video of a couple of jewish people in the city of new york right after the attack talking about how gaza needed to be converted to all jewish or gaza needed to be converted into a parking lot i mean just listen to what this guy has to say to my dick what do you think the response should be from netanyahu and the military to gaza palestinians (laughs) all of them so like that's crazy, obviously. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the barbaric. To just say that on camera. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why, why would he? Why would there he is, feel... There is a level of comfort in saying that yeah. more so than saying... Um, what, kill all Israelis? Yeah, kill right. all Jews? Yeah. yeah, of course. There's definitely there's definitely way more uh, acceptable like no thing to say. hesitation there, right? Somehow. Into the camera. Yeah. No well, mask. His face is, is there. He the probably is, got a job. Why, why yeah. would he say that? Uh, is that? That might be a, a Kahanis flag, I think, too, the one that he's putting up. That? Including people holding up to the camera images of a map where Gaza was, in fact, a parking lot. from the river to the sea. I can't see. And Israel need to do like this. Oh, and then this, this whole sh- no. shit. Yeah, I've heard this a million times. And Jenks' nephew unambiguously condemn those people and so did ethan klein and by the way in my first video about these attacks 
I showed this video and condemned those people as well because what they were calling for was genocide and that is in fact immoral. And this is even right after they experienced a terrorist attack. I said no justification for random Jews in New York City to be calling for this. It's horrible and I even pointed out that they're kind of laughing about it so maybe this is a joke to them but in reality these people do exist. They're in the Gaza territory and joking about wiping them out is not a good thing. Now, with that being said, let us be clear, some random Jewish people that they found and interviewed in New York City do not have the power to enact that. However, they were condemned unambiguously by everybody that we're referring to in this conversation. However, when these people, the Democratic Socialists and a bunch of Islamists, are in the middle of New York City, and they're endorsing specifically the attack on the music festival. And to be clear, the people at this music festival are hipsters. They're the kind of people who are more likely to be in Jenks Nephew's audience than the average Islamist that lives in the Palestinian territory. So these are people like Jenks Nephew's audience all of a sudden, Jenks Nephew can't condemn this guy because he says this doesn't have any impact on the ground. These people don't hold any political power, therefore their words don't matter. If this rally was not held and if he had not said those things that I do not agree with, do you think that there would be a difference in the the uh, analysis and the way that Palestinian people are treated? Do you think that there would be a difference in the in, in the bombing campaign that's going on? Or do you think that this is, once again, the the violent sentiment of uh those who are who are siding with the oppressed but the three random jewish people with pictures of gaza as a parking lot on their phone somehow do matter somehow they do have political power which makes no sense and is an obvious and ridiculous double standard and ethan should have done a better job of calling him out on this and by the way this isn't difficult for normal rational people who are pro-palestinian to do Nuance Bro, friend of the channel, a guy that I like personally, is on the Palestinian side of this issue. If you ask Nuance Bro directly whether he supports the attack, whether he supports the attack on the music festival, whether he supports Hamas, he will tell you in unambiguous terms, absolutely not. This is a guy that comes from a Muslim background, similar to Jenks nephew, not very religious, but he makes it clear even though he is pro-Palestinian, he wants them to have their own state, he has a lot of issues with Israel. Israel, that he does not support these terrorist attacks. And in fact, I would normally joke about Nuance Bro being on that side, but because so many people are genuinely accusing and smearing him of that, I've stopped even joking about him being that far over the line, especially when there's real human people like Jenks nephew that unambiguously endorse terrorism. And make no mistake about it, Jenks nephew's complete inability to say that cheering on the attack on the music festival is wrong, it is abhorrent, is his endorsement of terrorism. Jenks nephew saying repeatedly throughout this conversation that the occupation lasted 75 years instead of 57 years uh and it's 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 fully understood to be an illegal occupation uh demands constant military support because you cannot uh over the course of 75 years build settlements which by the way would be to the 67 war that would be the occupation of gaza and the west bank 
shows you exactly where he's coming from. The existence of the Jewish state, according to Jenks' nephew, is the crime. It is the occupation. He's made it abundantly clear. And the fact that he can't even condemn people endorsing terrorism live on his show just shows you exactly where he's coming from. All he can say is that this isn't a good tactic. All that he can say is that resistance to apartheid is imperfect. There is something I noticed that rubbed me wrong, which was that as the news was breaking, as people were still calling in saying, I'm in my safe house, I hear the terrorists outside killing my neighbors, people are on Twitter or whatever, or activists, whoever, because saying, uh, let's go Palestine, go Palestine. So how am I? It's the timing, Hassan. It's important. Like, we got to make this huge distinction. When people are saying go Palestine as they're terrorists killing people, that to me, I don't know who else they're cheering on other than Hamas. Okay. Now, if you wait, if you wait, like, you know, it's the timing, dude. It does matter. And this is what really grates on Ethan, because even though Ethan is very pro-Palestinian, even though Ethan clearly and obviously had a genuine, honest expression of emotion for a Palestinian father, Ethan's wife is an Israeli citizen. Ethan lived in Israel for five years. Ethan understands that Jenks' nephew saying it's bad tactics could have easily been said by him if Ethan had chosen to remain in Israel, and even though he's very pro-Palestinian, ended up being caught up in this particular terrorist attack. And that's really one of the tragic things about this, is you have a guy, Ethan Klein, who is on Jenks' nephew's side, 93, 97% agreement with Jenks' nephew, but he's asking for a shred of grace, a shred of compassion, a shred of humanity from him, and he does not receive that. And that's somebody he's been friends with for years, and it gets significantly worse as they progress through the clips. That is ultimately, I don't know, utterly and entirely inconsequential. I'll tell you this. Because all this does, all this does, I know that. All this does, and I have no problem to say, all this does is to serve a singular purpose and that purpose i do not believe you are on board with but that purpose is cynical uh when when people go look at these guys they're all violent that is by design what mainstream media in america is doing when they constantly exclusively cover the palestinian side that's not specifically what i about today. like these guys i know you're not i've doing just that. spent two and a half hours talking about and i know so but but so i just want to listen I just want to say this guy's evil. He is. So again, it's just bad tactics. It's just imperfect resistance. It's not a big deal if these people say this because they don't have political power. But also, it is a big deal if a random Jewish person in a much smaller crowd says something equally disgusting on the other side, even though they don't have political power because Jenks' nephew has no standards but double standards, which is something that we've often discussed when talking about this conflict as a whole. But again, these people are largely on the same side of this issue this is just ethan asking for a shred of humanity and by the way there's actually an amazing clip in this particular video where jenks nephew says that there are baby settlers so you have said that uh those in the west bank are fundamentalist (coughs) settlers are you are you familiar with the the international law uh surrounding uh the 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 justifiable forms of uh violence towards so first of all i don't put much 
I don't put any stock, frankly, in whatever these, these quote, international laws are. Yeah, it, it's... But no, I'm not familiar with so whatever that says. Technically, the, the reason why the IDF has to exist in the West Bank and behave in the oppressive manner that they behave... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Flare.com. He's because Palestinians, and this is going to sound very radical and possibly very violent, but this is a matter of law, and maybe even if you agree with this, a matter of morality. Palestinians uh, have the, the legal ground to violently seize back their own homes from the settlers. This is a reality. And that is precisely the reason why they have to exist under endless occupation in the West Bank. You know Bank. what? And that's why I say if it was settlers, that would be a lot more understandable. Yeah. But let's not obfuscate 
Okay, I understand what you're saying. But this dude just called babies militants. No, I, I understand. And there are baby settlers as well. But there are baby settlers as well. There are babies in the settlements. Which, of course, would justify because they talked about how you're able to murder the settlers. That's a good form of resistance. The murder of babies, which just goes to show you where Jenks' nephew is actually coming from. That is a super chat. Did the Palestinians actually take civilian hostage or is that fake news? Um, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, he agrees with them. So let's just. Yeah, go on. The, the occupiers <laughs> are not civilians. That that is what it comes yeah. down to. Like if imagine, like if if Sorry, uh, Germany, you know, let's say Germany to, to be non. That's him, right? I think so. yeah, yeah, I think so. Controversial, and not that it matters. United States, and they, they said, you know what, Cincinnati, Ohio is our ancestral home, and you know, everyone knows mm. that's blatantly false, but they, they take your home, they murder your grandma, they bulldoze like your neighbor's house. Are those people mm. civilians there? No, they're occupiers, and those, those are criminals. Yeah. That, that is, there are no mm. civilians there. In the, so, so, so according to Second Thought, mm -hmm. he says that every Israeli is an occupier, and there are no citizens there in response to... There are, there are two different but this is where things got really dark because here you have second thought a friend of jenks nephew somebody who has an absolutely terrible channel one of those all style no substance channels we actually did a response to second thought before on this channel and in that video one of the most hilarious things is that he actually made the case that america is more dangerous for journalists than a nation like saudi arabia and he cited an article which did death toll for people in the media for that particular year and in that article as a part of the american death toll was a branch that fell on three people and killed them a camera crew that was out there covering a hurricane and that put them over the top above saudi arabia and this was the same year that jamal khashoggi was murdered in a saudi arabian embassy so america is more dangerous for journalists according to this quantitative measure because of a tree branch versus an active murder of a journalist and then by the way i think another journalist died in like a car accident or something like that in the united states of america point being this was no way to count the actual dangerousness for reporters in terms of government oppression but second thought presented that in his video as if it was legit so this guy has no basis in reality but in this particular video he was endorsing the kidnapping and killing of civilians based on the fact that occupiers are not civilians now is jenks nephew going to say that he condemns this is he going to say that this is ridiculous is he going to say that this is immoral this is wrong absolutely not he's just going to say this is a different perspective there are two different schools of thought here so the first is and the, the take in the comments is based the nine yeah of course the 1948ers uh believe that there's two different schools of thought within uh, i would say anti-zionism uh those who believe that all matter of of settlements that were propped up even in the inception of the israeli nation state uh are are unjustifiable and that they are se uh, settlers that so they extend beyond your perspective that you agree with which Just is west bank is uh a a uh settler occupation i think it's an, an extremely evil thing to say what he said let me ask you this no no what do you think what he said is evil i i think it is one unproductive and two uh 
it does not meet the realities on the ground and it's not a, a viable solution. So one of the things that you'll notice about Jenks nephew is that whenever there's a question about is America bad, is West bad, is Israel bad, he'll give you a snappy direct answer right away. However, whenever somebody on his side says something absolutely indefensible, all of a sudden it's about perspective and nuance and all of this, even though the question couldn't be more simple. In fact, all of these videos that Jenks nephew is refusing to condemn are all the same question. Is it okay to murder random people just because they happen to be in Israel proper? Is that acceptable? And Jenks nephew says, oh, it's nuance. And maybe if you had this position in 1948, and you know, I might disagree with that perspective, but it's just a different perspective. I mean, in one perspective, it's okay to murder people for being Jewish or not even being Jewish in Israel. You know, you could also be a Thai pumpkin farmer and you can be beheaded. And in another perspective, we actually have moral standards. You know, it's just, just something that's down to perspective and all that. And he says that directly across from a guy who, again, lived in Israel for five years. I just want to say, I just want to say that this guy's a fucking evil piece of shit for saying that. Can we, can we, can I, uh, can I ask you a question? Can I finish? Let me finish this. Okay, we'll we'll finish this, but but I I have a question for you because I think you're going to agree with something I'm about to say. Yes. Let's just finish it and then we'll talk. Invaded the United States and they, they said, you know what? Cincinnati, Ohio is our ancestral home. And, you know, everyone knows that's blatantly false. But they, they take your home, they murder your grandma, they bulldoze like your neighbor's house. Are those people mm-hmm. civilians there? No, they're occupiers. And those, those are criminals. Yeah. That, that is, there are no mm-hmm. civilians there in the illegal military occupation. Yeah. So that's number one. Uh-huh. I mean, that, that's so callous. It's kind of hard to even believe just how flippant he can be about calling babies militants that that are deserving to be killed you can understand whatever your position on this conflict is and again they're both pro-palestinian that is one of the key takeaways how ethan could take this as a pretty harsh thing to be said when he could have easily had things been a little bit different had his family decided to stay in israel been among those murdered or kidnapped or had his wife kidnapped or murdered or his children kidnapped or murdered i know but well here's one no there are of course there are examples of this it's just entirely and utterly inconsequential and i 100 stand by that it's not he's an influential man when you're yeah, expressing you, these kinds okay, of okay let's walk through that what do you think is the negative consequence of this? Um, do you think that people are going to see this and go, oh, I should go so to should a... should I not book. care about it? I think that if you look at the reality, and, and I know you recognize it, uh, a YouTuber saying this kind of thing and spending any time or any effort on this, He's- when when... Our when your moral position is clear, when mine is clear, spending any time on this whatsoever to be like, we got to clean up our own homes here, deviates from the actual message that must be unflinching. The message is that these violent, these violent means of, uh, of, of ensuring that the occupation continues is going to inevitably lead to more violence this man israelis will be subjected to as well but jenks nephew can't empathize he can't connect with that on a human level because he's basting in that propaganda and that propaganda says that the people in israel are subhuman because the people in Israel are not Muslims. He's obviously on Team Islam in this regard. And, of course, they're backed by the United States of America, and America happens to be evil. So... 
Ethan is in a situation where he's sitting across from a guy that is minimizing somebody who is saying directly that it would be okay to murder him and his family, regardless of the fact that he might be super pro-Palestinian, more pro-Palestinian than the majority of people in the United States of America. And he can't take it. It's really bothering him. It's really getting under his skin. But Jenks nephew gives no ground on that because, again, he can't view these people as human. They have to be treated as the subhuman trash that he portrays them as on his stream so that he can push forward his agenda. Now, once it became clear that Jenks nephew has no moral foundation, he's an absolutely terrible person, he then resorted to fake crying about a journalist that was killed in the Palestinian territory. This was a this was a major issue. They wanted to do <sighs> Sorry. It's this this uh, is really <sighs> They went to her funeral. And beat the shit out of people and rip the Palestinian flag off of her. <laughs> Palestinians can't have a moment of peace in this fucking world. They can't even mourn the dead. Now you might be saying, Sean, it's messed up for you to call this fake crying. You don't know if this was a genuine expression of emotion. And all I have to say to you guys is look at the way that Jenks nephew reacted to Kyle Rittenhouse's genuine portrayal of emotion on the stand and tell me that I'm completely out of bounds for doing the same and holding him to the same account. There were people right there. <laughs> He really looks like a pig. I mean, he's like, he is. He's, he's a pig. <laughs> like, um, I tuned in during the beginning and the judge dismissed the defense for wanting to call one of the dudes involved as a mental hospital patient. Um, bro, what is even the defense? The dude murdered two people for no reason. Uh, the defense is. He is a good, wholesome, white Christian boy who traveled uh, to Kenosha specifically so he could defend someone else's uh, property. I mean, uh, who amongst us has not done that? That's totally normal. <laughs> Bro! That's hilarious, dude. Okay, dude. <clears throat> Especially considering that we actually have security tape from the police station from the night of, of Kyle Rittenhouse crying while he's in custody and his emotional movements, the way that he's hyperventilating are all identical from the stand to that very moment that very evening when Rittenhouse didn't even know he was being filmed. <laughs> Oh my God. 
so yeah, Jenks' nephew is fake crying. He's an absolutely terrible actor. There are no tears. There's a reason he put his hand over his face. And this is because Ethan's actual display of emotion, his genuine expression of emotion, needed to be topped. So this is what Jenks' nephew went for right here. It is clear. It is obvious. I am not entertaining any debates about it. There is no way that you can go from dehumanizing people, cheering on somebody else, cheering for the massacre of children, talking about baby settlers and whatnot, to all of a sudden having a genuine expression of emotion that is in no way looking genuine to me. Now, while this whole conversation set the stage for the collapse of the Leftovers podcast, this wasn't the end of the interactions between Jenks Nephew and H3H3 Productions. In fact, H3 ended up going on Jenks Nephew's stream, but to give you an idea of the context of this particular appearance, this was after a long period of time of Jenks Nephew's fans tearing Ethan apart, calling him a Zionist pig, even though Ethan is not pro-Israel, and again, agrees with Jenks Nephew on 97% of his positions related to Israel-Palestine, and they also went out of their way to dig up dirt, and when they couldn't find it, to smear Ela Klein, who was an Israeli citizen, who was conscripted into the IDF, as somebody who murdered children. There was another cartoon, which, by the way, depicts them as very stereotypically Jewish with the exaggerated features, murdering children. I'm not going to put that on screen for you. This was recirculating. And all of this was at the backdrop of their second appearance. And you would think, with all this time, with all these clips circulating, with all the criticism that Jenks' nephew got that he would have at least, bare minimum, condemned a little bit of it. At least, bare minimum, come a little closer to Ethan's position, or at least said, hey, stop attacking my friend, he's a good person, you're being completely unfair to him, and honestly, you're participating in the dehumanization of not just Ethan, but anybody on the Israeli side. But of course, that didn't happen. Of course, that's not how it went down. Of course, Ethan ended up getting gaslit, by Jenks' nephew, who demonized him, fueled the rumors that he was racist, and then said it was Ethan's fault for the fact that his audience was attacking him in such a savage way, even though Jenks' nephew radicalized the audience. Uh, you were talking about, uh, from the river to the sea, Palestine yeah, yeah. will be free. And okay, they- so like, at worst, the worst interpretation of that would be like mm-hmm. someone like Hamas or Hezbollah or like terrorist organizations who are like, yeah, we want to actually kill everybody there. That's the worst interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of people, obviously, most vast majority of people who do say that don't want to kill all the Jews there, right? But, but like, so at the best interpretation of it, it basically means, as I've said, this one state dissolution of the state of Israel. And a lot of people also see that. I would say the vast majority of people in Israel see that as a genocide. So that it's, it's, if it's viewed in that scope, and there's another interesting thing that I've noticed about this. I mean, the thing is like, that phrase does have a long history of being used by terrorists. Now, look, there is a lot of things that I could point to throughout the whole conversation, but I'm going to try to keep it brief and focus on this whole river to the sea thing. Now, for those of you who are unaware, it is a common chant for the pro-Palestinian side to say from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And often this is interpreted as a call to genocide of the Jewish people in this particular territory. Now, whether every single person means it in that way 
way or not is not the point. What Ethan was trying to say to Jenks' nephew is that a lot of people on the Israeli side, a lot of people who are Jewish outside of Israel, view it in this way. And yeah. so, hold on, hold Wait, on. Can I, can I, I do something, though? Because, like, the hold terrorism on. designation here... Point. Okay, let me go ahead. Point. Make your full yeah, point. Let me make my full point here, and then you can respond. There's an interesting phenomenon going on here where... My, when minorities tell you they're offended by something, usually, especially liberals and leftists, they'll, they'll listen because it's not their place, right? They'll say, it's not my place. If you say it, then that's what it is. I mean, Jews are make up 60% of all hate crimes in America right now. Mm-hmm. So so when, when Jewish people look at that and they say, listen, it makes me uncomfortable the way that that's used. It, I find it interesting that people see that as an, an opportunity to argue instead of listen, especially to me, it's like, you can make the same argument about the Confederate flag where Southerners will be like, listen, it's just about our heritage. You know what I mean? That has nothing to do with racism. And maybe, and, and some people do believe that. Right. But at the end of the day, okay. if a black person is like that Confederate flag is offensive to me, you're not going to argue with them and say, no, it's just heritage. It's like not everybody who uses it is racist. So okay. then, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't seem fair. He is not, in fact, even endorsing the idea that from the river to the sea is inherently anti-Semitic, which, again, just goes to show you how much ground Ethan Klein is giving. However, he's saying that people see it this way, and he wants to give the perspective so that Jenks nephew can understand it. But Jenks nephew refuses to give him any ground, and it gets to a boiling point where Ethan calls this out as him not giving any ground at all, even on something so basic as what the Israelis perceive this chant to mean, not even saying what this chant actually means. So where do you, in which part of this do you think it's fair to argue with a with a group that makes up 80% of all hate crimes that happen in America, or not 80, because, 60%, because that, the, that, you're, you're, that you can argue with them and say, no, it's, it's fine? I'm going to tell you. Because, well, two reasons. One, because Palestinians are the oppressed party in the structure against the state of israel jewish people themselves say from the river to the sea palestine will be free jewish people are at the forefront of the anti-apartheid anti-zionist activism jewish voice for peace jews for economic and the existence of jewish people doesn't i don't that point is not very persuasive i mean of course there is what do you of course it's i I think it's very important because because there's israelis that say it no minority or jewish people shouldn't be offended by it because some people say it i mean no i think i think because jewish people I'm not going to talk about this as like Jewish people in general. The reason why I brought up Jews for uh, uh, Jewish Voice for Peace and other groups using this as well, like Jews themselves in America using this uh, anti-Zionist slogan, indicates that this slogan isn't one that is about the evisceration of Jews. If that was the case, then then they wouldn't use it. I'm telling you that the mere existence of Jewish voices doesn't, it's not a leg to stand on. I don't understand that. But of course you, there's going to be failing, Now, what's amazing about this particular aspect of the conversation is that in other contexts, Ethan would be totally in the right in terms of left-wing dialogue to call Jenks' nephew out for trying to use a random Jewish group or random Jews in Israel in this particular way in order to buttress his point. How, to look at- how Israelis view it is that you're well, saying I, that I, Israel I don't care as a country view it. I will I will admit that. I don't and Jews at large. I think no, there's a, I, I think most Jews I don't think, think Jews at large crazy. view it. I don't think that that is the What in what position are you to even say that? I, well, I'm in the position of like I'm in the position of, of, of almost almost large. entirely getting I know my perspective is not motivated by myself. It's motivated by Jews against anti-Zionist no, Jews. No, seriously, how can you speak for my entire ethnic group? I find that really interesting. Well, I don't speak for your entire ethnic group. How many Jews have you polled about if they find that offensive or not? 
It doesn't matter if Jews find it offensive, Ethan. It doesn't matter if a minority group finds something anti-Semitic? Yes, of course, because we're not talking about Jews at all. We're talking about Israel. This is okay, another, this know, a conflation between Israel and... No, in this case, the perception is because that phrase has been co-opted by terrorist groups and it's been used widely by terrorist groups and, and this the idea that's being communicated... Palestinian voices and, and tell you the historical reference points as to what from the river to the sea Palestine will be free when talking about it, so just like when... When, at what point can a phrase be co-opted by a terrorist? And then you'd be like, mm, maybe I'm just, we'll back off that one. Um, the swastika and the Nazi comparison is actually a wonderful one. And I do not think that the Hamas or any Palestinian group has ever actually reached the machine of ethnic cleansing that but the Nazis the have. Making that it's comparison, in my opinion, do. is like diminishing about, the impact of the Holocaust. It's not what they've done or can do. It's about the meaning of it. What he is saying here is not necessarily that these Jewish people are like Nazi collaborators or anything like that, but people often point to this minority group or that minority group or that member of a minority group that endorses their position as a way to undercut the overall conversation. Now, if we were to take this to an American context, you guys would understand this better. Let's say Jenks' nephew is saying that some particular policy is racist, right? It's anti-black, it's horrible, racist, evil white racism, white supremacy, all that nonsense. And then Candace Owens came out and said it was not racist. Now, Jenks' nephew wouldn't look at Candace Owens, say that is a black woman, she says it's not racist, therefore it's not racist because this black woman said that. He would say, no, that's just a minority being trotted out by this particular side in order to give a black face to a policy that's actually racist. Remember, they did this to Larry Elder. They said he was the black face of white supremacy. This is a common argument that people on the left make that Jenks' nephew in particular has made a million times. And yet when Ethan brings this up, rather than understanding what Ethan is saying, who again is extremely pro-Palestinian, Jenks' nephew pretends that Ethan is calling them Nazi collaborators, and he repeats this over and over again to the point where the chat starts repeating it, and this is really getting under Ethan's skin to the point where he calls out Jenks' nephew, who, by the way, moderates his chat viciously, and then he says, oh, there's nothing I can do. I'll put it in emote mode. And then he blames Ethan for the audience that Jenks' nephew curated and radicalized himself into these positions. Not By the way, I'm not even defending the, I'm not even like, I'm just telling, I'm just trying to tell you guys how it feels. And I'm fucking shocked that you don't care that people in your chat are saying, who the fuck is this child called Ethan, arrogant? Ethan, I love you, but there's, but there's only moderate? so much I can how do. How can you be surprised when your discord is literally full of Ethan, I love you, but there's only so much I can do if you're making that argument. You know that, right? Like, at a certain point, you're an adult, and the words that you're saying are going to be perceived by people in a certain way. I can't constantly tell my community to shut the f*** up, like, right, well, which I have, listen, and I, I think they a, should. But in, at the end of the day, it's because I know you personally, and I think your heart is in the right place. But they don't know. So it's hard. It's hard for people to, to view what you're saying you know, beyond your words. You the perspective. You disagree. That's it. I mean, what the okay. f*** do you want from me? Okay. But do, you, but do you get do you get where I'm coming from? Now, eventually, this leads to Ethan just tapping out on this particular issue because Jenks nephew is lying. He's gaslighting him. He's attacking him in the most cowardly way possible without taking any responsibility for the attack. But more importantly, somebody that Ethan considered a friend, a business partner, won't even acknowledge the humanity of the other side, won't even acknowledge Ethan's humanity when all he's looking for is 
is a lifeline. All he's looking for is a hand up. All he's looking for is the most popular political streamer on Twitch to have a minuscule backbone and defend Ethan and tell his audience to shut up and tell these other lefty progressives that are attacking him viciously to back off and that they're completely out of bounds. And guess what? Jenks nephew won't do it. He won't help Ethan in any way. In fact, he co-signs the burial of Ethan Klein. I mean, some of the most amazing clips throughout the course of this stream are when Ethan starts to get emotional and the Jenks nephew says, oh, my dog groomer's here. I gotta go as if nobody else. And by the way, he does live with other people can answer the door or where Ethan's getting emotional and Jenks nephew is just eating on camera. And all of this, this long train of abuses, this backstabbing, this betrayal, this utter cowardice from Jenks nephew are why the left leftovers podcast is coming to an end this is why the show is over now i would have told ethan klein had he asked me like i know him like he's actually ever gonna ask me that jenks nephew is not somebody you ever want to do business with he's not somebody you ever want to partner with because this is who he is a backstabbing coward who will use you to uplift himself and as soon as you become inconvenient discard you like the trash you actually are however i think there's a more pertinent analogy right here because what you're seeing is ethan klein offer jenks nephew 97 percent of what he wants repeatedly he says i'm going to concede almost everything to your demands all i want from you is a small tiny concession all i want from you is to acknowledge that my perspective my emotional state actually exists and jenks nephew refuses to do it in fact this could be seen as jenks nephew's three no's to ethan klein no recognition of how he feels his perspective or the humanity of ethan klein no negotiating with him on this no concessions or anything like that and no peace between Jenks nephew's audience and Ethan Klein. Again, a very powerful analogy. I can't really understand where it's coming from or why this parallel is leaping out to me off the screen from this, but I think it's something interesting for you guys to think about. Now, I want to know what you guys think about this whole controversy. I know a lot of you don't like Ethan Klein and think that him getting in bed with Jenks nephew basically ensured that this was going to happen, but even with that knowledge, even knowing that this was going to melt down in the way that it did when they announced their partnership, I still find these developments to be awfully troublesome, and I can't help but feel a little bit empathetic for Ethan Klein. As usual, if you like this video, you can show them by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on all my social medias. Support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about the breakup of the Leftovers podcast. Till next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a 
break through in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.